Welcome to Spanish Obsessed. You're listening to episode 20 of Spanish from Scratch, where we try to take you from a complete beginner to less of a complete beginner. As always, I'm joined by Liz. Hola, Liz. Hola, Rob. Tell us about this episode, Liz. Right. In this episode, we will be talking a little bit about apologizing and how to say sorry. Yes, something which I often have to do <laughs> in <laughs> <Me>. general. So. <laughs> It's good to have a few phrases which we can use. Before we get stuck into today's episode, let's review some of the phrases which we've met in some past episodes. So, how do you say there has to be something around here? Tiene que haber algo por aquí. That's right. So hopefully that was easy for you to remember. If you don't remember that particular phrase, then go back and have another listen to episode 16. Okay, a couple more phrases. How do you say to eat? Comer. Comer. And the interesting thing about Spanish is that there's a link between to eat and food. Mm -hmm. So how do you say food? La comida. La comida. Mm -hmm. La comida. So comer... And la comida both come from the same root. How about to have dinner? Cenar. Cenar. And then the noun of that is the dinner. Mm -hmm. Which is la cena. Great. So it's cenar and la cena. Again, hopefully all of this is just review for everyone. But if you're unsure of it, then do go back and listen to those episodes. So as Liz said, in today's episode, we're going to be looking at different ways you can say you're sorry. So we'll explore a few common phrases and talk about some interesting kind of differences as well between English and Spanish ways of saying sorry and, and phrases kind of connected to that when you've done something wrong, basically, which often happens. Mm -hmm. Let's start with one of the most common ways then of saying sorry. Perdona. Perdona, perdona. And that's with maybe a friend or someone you know. So basically the tu form, if you remember that. So the informal you, you'd say perdona. Mm. Like it's basically like, excuse me, or I'm sorry. Mm. Um, I heard that one about, um, I heard that in Spain quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, you Everyone hear it a lot. Perdona. Perdona. And they ask different things in the street, so anyway. Perdona. Perdona. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost always used with the tu form, which is what we're hearing there, perdona. But if it's with usted, so a bit more formal, perhaps, how would that be? Perdone. Perdone. So the difference there is one ends with an a and the other ends with an e. Perdona, perdone. So this is kind of like, it's basically saying sorry or excuse me, but it's not super serious, right? It's maybe if... You know, you want to get past someone on the bus or you bump into someone. Mm. It's not like a really serious apology. But it's, it's something like yeah. you said in Spain, you hear all the time. They use it, you know, to attract the waiter's attention mm. as well. Exactly. And when you want to buy something in the shop. So you always say, perdona, yeah. cuánto vale. Yeah, kind of to get someone's attention as well. Mm. Just like in English, you know, we say, yeah. say sorry. sorry. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, what's another way, a similar way? Disculpa. Okay, so again, disculpa with the tu form. Or if it's usted. Disculpe. So the difference is the a and the e. 
We'll come on to that in a second. So disculpa comes from disculpar, is the full verb. And it means to excuse or forgive. So similar to perdonar, which mm. is the full form for perdona or per perdone. And it's very similar, but disculpa or disculpe tends to be used more in Latin America, right? Mm -hmm. I have an example. Yes. Disculpa, ¿qué hora tienes? Ah, very good. So, excuse me, what time is it? Yes. So, we heard two forms of both of these verbs. So, disculpa, disculpe, or perdona, perdone. And both of these forms are actually what's known as the imperative form. So, sorry, a little bit more grammar for you. <laughs> Another tense in Spanish. <laughs> Spanish loves its tenses. Of course, this isn't a grammar course, but it's good to kind of focus on these things when they arrive. Understand, right. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the imperative, also known as the command tense. It's a form of the verb that's used when giving orders or instructions, which sounds very strict. I always kind of, when I first heard of it, like, you know, someone telling you what to do, giving you an order sounds, sounds very strict, but it's not necessarily about that. Think about, you know, if someone comes to dinner, you'd say, oh, take a seat. Or you might say, oh, have a drink, have a drink with me. It's not necessarily being strict or anything like that. Mm. It's just a way of telling someone what to do. To do. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is in Spanish, and this is a little bit annoying, <laughs> there's actually different forms of the imperative, depending on whether it's a positive or a negative command. Now, we won't focus too much on those differences today, but it's good to be aware of. So stand up, the command stand up in Spanish is actually different to don't stand up, for example. So like we mentioned, this isn't a grammar course, but we want to share with you a little nugget of this grammar because it's useful right now. Of course, the focus is always on the communication here. That being said, let's take a quick look at how we form the imperative. So Liz, what do we do? Mm, firstly, find the stem of the verb. Okay, so do you remember what the stem is? It's like, like root. Yeah, yeah, so the, the first part of the verb. It's very mm. simple. All you do is you take the infinitive, so let's take disculpad, and you remove the last two letters. So A and R with Which disculpad, and what, what are you left with? Disculp. 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 Now, we are going to conjugate this for tú and usted. That's what you will use in most of the time. Yeah, so mostly with tú and usted. Of course, you can form it with all of the other pronouns, all the other people, like we and you, etc. But it's mostly used with tú and usted. So, with tú, the form in the imperative is actually the same as the normal, though the indicative, usted form. A lot of jargon in there. <laughs> so this is looking at me like what oh, okay so you remember with let's take a verb like hablar okay okay so what's the stem of hablar Ab Abl. okay Abl so remove the a and the r and you're left with Abl. Abl. okay so how do you normally say you speak as in usted usted habla habla right so that's the normal form I'm talking about. Mm. Now, in the imperative, we use that usted form with tú. So 
the imperative form for tu is the usted form from how we normally conjugate, technically known as the indicative, the present simple. Sorry, I hate all this jargon as well. You're rolling your eyes. <laughs> I love the way I'm teaching you this as well. You. <laughs> you already know. Okay, carry on, carry on. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so with, with disculpar, what's the tu imperative form of disculpar? Disculpa. Disculpa. Yeah, exactly. So that's the same as the usted indicative form. Now, for usted, it's the same ending, but we switch between ar to er. Remember, that's the verb ending, and vice versa. So from er to ar. Now, I promise this is the only grammar we're going to be looking in this podcast. Mm. So, disculpa, that's the tu form. What's the usted form if we switch from ar to er? Disculpe. Yes. Disculpe. 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 <laughs> I feel like an artist. <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing, Liz? You, you, you learn all of this as a native language, so it's when it's explained to you, it seems very strange. Yeah. So, disculpa, that's with tu, and disculpe, that's with usted. Let's do the same with perdonar. So, tu, What's the imperative form for tu with perdonar? Perdona. 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 Oh, I understand. And then usted. So you're switching the tracks from AR to ER and vice versa. Perdone. Perdone. Okay. And you don't usually use the pronouns. In fact, you never use the pronouns, right? No. So you'd never say tu, perdona. Just, no. no. Or usted, perdone. So perdoname, perdoneme. Okay, so that's the imperative, a brief introduction. Hopefully that made sense. Let's explore a couple of other ways that we can say sorry. So how can you say, I'm sorry? Lo siento. Lo siento. And that literally means, I feel it. That comes from the verb sentir. So, lo siento mucho. Literally, I feel it a lot, but I'm very sorry. Okay, what's another way? Lo lamento. Lo lamento. So the full verb here is lamentar, which means to regret or lament, and that's how you might remember it. Uh, and lo lamento mucho means, again, I'm very sorry. But there is a difference between these, isn't there? Which one of these would you say is more powerful or kind of more, more or stronger than the other? Mm, I think lo lamento is stronger. Than lo siento. Yeah. So you don't often use lo lamento, but lo siento you use often. Yeah. So the yeah. difference here between lo siento and perdona, for example, is perdona is, is less serious, right? That's for, you know, maybe if you bump into someone or, mm. you know, you're just like, you oh, want excuse to me. Ask something yeah, you want to get someone's attention. Whereas lo siento is when you've done something wrong or mm. like, maybe an accident. Say, oh, lo siento, I'm sorry. Whereas, right. lo lamento, what's that? It's when when something really bad uh, has happened to someone. Mm -hmm. So, you say, lo lamento, or when you did something, re something really bad. So, it's much bad more serious, or, maybe. Yeah. Almost like, maybe something's terrible has happened. Yeah. Maybe someone's died, for example. Yeah, you say, I'm, I'm very sorry, I'm really sorry. Yeah. But it's much, much more serious. 
Mm-hmm. So it's not something you'd say when you bump into someone in the street, for example. Mm, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> okay, so connected to saying sorry is talking about mistakes. You generally apologize for mistakes. And this was something which I always struggled with in Spanish. Just to say mistake, there's lots of different ways you can actually do this in Spanish. And for me, I never found kind of a, a really satisfying translation. So we'll talk about a couple of ways of saying mistake. So what's one way to say a mistake? Un error. Un error. So this is exactly the same as error in English, but there's a, a slight difference, I think, because with error in English, an error makes me think of, you know, maybe a miscalculation or something's not working properly, like a computer error. Whereas mistake is maybe something you've done wrong. But in Spanish, error really covers both of those. So something you've done wrong as well as, you know, a malfunction, if you like. Mm-hmm. But there's another way of saying mistake as well. What's that? Una equivocación. So which of these is more common, do you think? Mm, un error? Yes. Yeah. Can use I both. agree. I think you tend to hear un error a little bit more. Mm. Mm, I think eh, um, error is more common. Okay. Cometí un error. Yeah, cometí un error. Okay, so we have a few phrases also around making mistakes. Maybe we could run through a few phrases to help people. Sure. Me equivoqué. Me equivoqué. So... Una equivocación and me equivoqué comes from the same verb, equivocar. So, me equivoqué means basically I got it wrong or I made a mistake. Give us another phrase, Liz. Fue un error. Fue un error. So, fue means it was and you'll hear that all the time. Un error. And don't forget to roll your R's. Yeah. (laughs) Fue un error. There is a song. It was a I'm mistake. Put. There is a song. Yeah. Nada de esto fue un error. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> next one. Yeah, we'll we'll put a we'll put a link to a video. Yeah, it's a good one. Fue un desliz. Yes, fue un desliz. So again, fue it was un desliz is I really like this word. We were discussing it before. It basically means a slip up, like a little mistake. Fue un desliz, but. I think is also commonly used for if um, for if there's been cheating in a relationship, mm. like un desliz basically means someone's cheating on someone else, like mm. a slip. Uh, but not only that. So if you say fue un desliz, means means like a slip up. Yeah. Okay. What else could you say when talking about mistakes or apologizing? Mm-hmm. No fue a propósito. No fue a propósito. So again, with that fue, no fue means it wasn't. And a propósito, it means on purpose. No fue a propósito, it wasn't on purpose. And there's actually another way of saying that. And what's that? No lo hice a posta. No lo hice a posta. So no lo hice, I didn't do it. A posta means on purpose as well. So we've got two ways of saying on purpose, a propósito and a posta. And if that's a little bit difficult, we've got an easier way for you to say that. 
What's that? No fue mi intención. No fue mi intención. So again, with that no fue, it wasn't mi intención. Mi intención, my intention. So intención is a good cognate. So basically a word which means, which mm -hmm. shares a common root in Spanish and English. So intención, intention. So now we're going to have a short conversation using some of those phrases. We'll do it one time at full speed, then we'll repeat slowly. Sure. Siento mucho lo que hice. Fue un error. Fue un accidente. Lo hiciste a propósito. No. Perdóname, por favor. No fue aposta. Me equivoqué. Mm, bueno. Te perdono esta vez. Okay, and we'll repeat that a bit more slowly this time. <laughs> okay. Siento mucho lo que hice. I'm very sorry for what I did. Fue un error. It was a mistake. Fue un accidente. It was an accident. ¿Lo hiciste a propósito? Lo hiciste a propósito means did you do it on purpose, remember, a propósito. And I said, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Perdóname, por favor. That means forgive me, please. please. Me equivoqué. I made a mistake. Bueno, te perdono esta vez. Te perdono, I forgive you, esta vez, this, this time. time. Never again. Okay. <laughs> so to finish off this podcast, we have a little bit of practice for you. How do you say, I made a mistake? Me equivoqué. O cometí un error. Can you give us a few ways to say sorry? What can you remember? Lo siento. Perdóname. Discúlpame. Lo lamento. No fue mi intención. <laughs> Very good. Okay, and I think you skipped ahead there. But how about it wasn't deliberate or it wasn't on purpose? And there's a few ways we could say this. No fue a propósito. No fue mi intención. No lo hice a posta. Okay, good. So, few ways to say sorry, talk about mistakes, ask for forgiveness, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You'll probably be using it quite a lot. Thank you very much, Liz, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you, Robbie. And perdón. Is another song. <laughs> okay, we'll put a link for that as well. Ciao. Ciao.